What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. And that's shout you. out to the Coach Gang. And that's you for being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to Tuesday night. No, anyway, shout out to the big girls in the building, and it doesn't have to be a. Uh, it could be anybody. It could be the belly deli. It could be anyone. Oh, the humanity. Yes, indeed. Ay, 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 ay. <laughs> right, anyway, we got it going on today. It's a slow Tuesday. So, ladies, if you get invited over one of these special men's house today, you are blasting the rotation. Mm. All right. You're getting back blown out. It's a slow night. He can have you over or not. That's what's going on here anyway. Shout out to the coach gang. This is here. You in here in the Desert Storm Bunker with the Bruce Wayne of this ish, the king of content, the king of kings, and the speaker of truth. Yours truly, the notorious one, CGA, aka Mr. Coach Lini, better known as the prognosticator, Coach Stradamus. And we new, in here new, 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 new against all odds. And I push and I press forward no matter what. All right. I push and I press forward no matter what. Anyway, today's show, we're going to talk about singer Ashanti. All right, I can't even name a song she's on. Singer Ashanti, age 42. She says, <laughs> she says, she's ready to settle down and have children and get married, but with the right man. What happened? Where did all the men go? Unbelievable. All right, so anyway, I'm sure she'll do fine finding a simp enforcer. That's going to take that deal. But as we know, divas are not the best people to be around. We're sure that whoever marries her is going to be a fail. It's going to fail. All right. And so Irv Gotti might have something to say about this, and uh, we're going to listen to what Irv Gotti might have to say about his relationships and how she might be allegedly have been in these streets. A lot of simp enforcers. All right, a lot of simp enforcers. Somebody says, rain on me. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, man. Wasn't she married to somebody else? Was she married to Nelly? Were they girlfriend and boyfriend, LL Cool J? There was somebody else. Anyway, it's crazy. So uh, what, what's mo more important to actually listen to is the, is the uh, precedent that's being set here because obviously when she was in her prime, and let's go ahead and show you a picture of Ashanti in her prime and versus where she is now. Now, Obviously, in her prime, she was too busy focusing on her career. Give, give it to me. So I could focus on my career. And uh, yeah, she was too busy doing that. Obviously, she couldn't settle down and have babies. Now, this would be Ashanti, probably about the age of 22, 23, early 20s, mid 20s. And uh, boy, I'd rock that thing. Uh, I'd rock that thing. Anyway, uh, that's her in her early 20s. And this is her. Now, all right, this is what you're going to get now. Uh, wig infested, you know what I mean? Everything. I mean, listen, she's still a good looking woman now. She's still a good looking woman. But something tells me that wig smells like mothballs now. And Shanti. <laughs> Shanti. Uh, there it is right there. She's going to be out here after she's focusing on her career. So I could focus on my career. She must have froze some eggs from what I'm understanding. There's no way you're going to be. How many kids do you think? Ashanti is going to be willing to have for some simp enforcer. I mean, then, now, then, now, 
Do you really want hair? Or do you really want weave? Or do you really want hair? Or do you really want weave? Do you really want hair? Or do you really want weave? What what one you want? I hope Ashanti's watching. She's like, this is reprehensible. She's like, oh, the humanity. <laughs> this is reprehensible. Anyway, I still clap. You know what I mean? But Mary? Maddie? Nope. Maddie? Nope. Maddie? Nope. Yeah, Maddie. Nope. <laughs> All right, I'm not married. All right, man, what a reprehensible thing that we have going on here. We do have other stories to get into, but uh, in order to contribute to today's show, dollar sign CGA live on the cash app, Coach Greg Adams TV on Bimo, PayPal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams on the, on the notorious CG. No, no, no. On the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. On the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. It is pinned to the top of the Free Agent Lifestyle live chat. And to Super Chat, give me Super Chats on the notorious CGA channel. Anyway, Henry Brazilian says, how do you do it? All right. Listen, man, I'm on a mission. I'm on a mission, man. Somebody said, how do you do it? Two streams a day, 11 streams per week. How many streams do I do a day? I can't even keep track. All right, but uh, anyway, uh, I don't even know, man. With the members' live streams, the other channels about to pop off. And, dude, you know what I mean? One of my editors contacted me today. He's completely frustrated about what's going on, and there's a lot that I deal with behind the scenes that we don't want to keep bringing up here, but it's frustrating, you know? Uh, but, you know, we're in a good place, and uh, I still got to do what I got to do. What people have to understand, you have to have a bigger vision about what you're doing in my vision. Is just to create content and let the other stuff, the chips fall where they may. But uh, with that being said, content is still valuable, whether it's fully monetized, demonetized or not, it's still valuable. So this is an opportunity for us to do this. So we push, 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 push ahead. All right. And uh, you never know, man. I'm the Tupac of this ish. Um, um, uh, uh, the Tupac, I don't know if you remember Tupac. Now, the ending, I don't want. But uh, some people know, man, just, you know, you just got to get the you got to get the music out. You got to get the content out. And uh, some people don't focus on that. And they kind of take a backseat to enjoy the little bit of success that they have. And um, they really don't push out to create more content and avenues. And here's the thing, man. You know, we get better and better every time we do this. So there is things that are positives about it, even if they're. It, 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 you know, even if you don't get a direct benefit from it, you're not getting pushed through the algorithm and things like that. I do become better as a host. I come better as a, you know, as a producer of all of these things. And it gives me more ideas that I can do off the screen and all of that stuff. Anyway, you guys got to you guys got to do it. Hey, there was going to be something I'm talking about. Oh, what's going on with Southwest Airlines? Southwest Airlines, bro. Oh, my goodness. If you haven't had a flight. Uh, canceled. I don't know what's happening here. The last two days, I had a flight canceled. Okay, uh, my children are coming to see me, and a flight got canceled. All right, so Southwest Airlines is hat going ham, canceling flights. Crazy. Uh, Southwest canceled seventy to eighty percent of their flights this morning for the pre the next two days, and then obviously people need to get out. So they opened up tickets for like Friday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. They all gone. All right, you can't get one of the tickets. You can't get tickets there. Obviously, people are in the middle of holiday travel. They're trying to get back home. Southwest going crazy. Uh, the winter storm didn't do any uh, favors. They're understaffed. This tells you how fragile our systems are. This tells you how fragile our systems are. Don't depend on things. You can't depend on things like that. And um, just like that, 
people are stranded. People are stranded. So um, fortunately, we weren't in. Yeah, and they stock tumbled as well. Their stock took a little bit of a tumble, a few dollars. And uh, just just so you know, this is, you know, the things that we have in our first world, never take them for granted because many of them overnight can be just taken away from you. And, um, you know, you think that uh, things will never happen like that. Pretty simple to have a simple collapse where people are stranded. People are stranded and they're going to be affected financially for a long time. Okay. People have to find hotel rooms, sleep at the airports. They also have to maybe purchase another flight. The flights went up. I tried to purchase another flight through an airline and it was like $800. I'm like for a flight to Vegas. Um, so yes, it gets really, really uh crazy with people when they're attainable. Anyway, let's get to the earlier contributors to today's show. And I anticipate these things happening a lot more in the next couple of weeks and months. Leaf. Leaf is in the building. What do we got here? Oh, nothing. Shout out to Leaf. Thank you for being here again. Who else do we have? Ty. Ty is in the building. Did you see the video with Vivica Fox's son? Uh-oh. Opening about open up about his alcoholism and depression in front of her in a paddle of woman that oh no, it's not her, it, it's not her son. I don't think it was her son, but I did a video on that. I broke that down one already, Ty. Uh yeah, it was bad. I think when did I break that down? Probably what's today? Tuesday. I think it was last Friday. Okay. Uh rational rationality says slow Tuesday, Taco Bell, and a Mastodon Mexican melt. Oh yeah, baby. Shout out to the girls there. All right, uh, who else is in here? Smart one, good to see you again. He says, I'm a white brother, and I agree. Ashante was hot AF about 15 years ago and 20 pounds ago, and before she was ran through more times than the Holland Tunnel. Nope. I mean, if you're going to leverage your best situation here, I know she's wealthy. We'll talk about her net worth. We'll talk about some dude. We're going to talk about it because she says, if the right guy comes along, all right? So most of y'all disqualified right off the rip. You're already disqualified, so I don't know what you're talking about. I'll marry her. You make $30,000 a year. You're not marrying her, so your opinion doesn't matter. John Gourmet, Mr. Gourmet here, 59-year-old, and a 30, 30 is the limit. Remember the time, CGA, best part of the day. So 30 is the limit. That's as high as you'll go. All right, ladies, ladies, wow. All right, uh, JC says, uh, earlier you mentioned something similar to real estate and business being costly. What's your opinion on starting a new business in 2023, focusing on your career? So I could focus on my career. If you have a good business idea and you can fill a need or a void, this is the time to do it. This is the time to do it. This is the time to do it. But you got to have a need and it has to fill a void. And you have to be able to withstand the tough times of people tighten up their belt and their spending. Are you going to be able to survive during that tough time? Uh, keeping your day job. Got to keep your day job until this, this business takes off. But many, many businesses are started and survived during the hardest economic times. And I actually went over that on the Money Mindset episode one time. So be very vigilant with your ideas about the future. A lot of people are going to start feeling the pain, feeling the pain. All right. Um, XL Pro Services says the strong, independent Queens in the building. Shout out to you. Who let the baby hit it? Did Ashanti and the baby get the? Oh, boy. The baby didn't hit everything. The baby didn't hit everything. The baby, 
uh, what's his name? All the short kings didn't hit all of that. <laughs> we got Jabari. He says, you bitter old man. He says, these young girls don't want you. Be a good man and get a woman your own age so you guys can be a power couple. You can be a power couple. You can sit up, listen to her talk, listen to her sniggle. We don't talk about that. Ladies think they're interesting. We can talk. We can't relate to those young girls. What do you talk about? I'm like, I don't talk about nothing. Well, I can talk to you and we can talk about the good old days and reminisce. We can reminisce when the music comes on. We can talk about the music and we can talk about I'm doing my best female neck and roll impression. Ladies, this is you. We can talk about the music that we used to listen to in the TV shows and living color. We can talk about in living color. We can talk about living single. Oh, it's a 90 kind of world. I'm glad I got my girl. Keep your head up. Keep your head up. That's right. You can talk about doing the, you know, we could talk about back, back, forth, and forth, back, back, forth. Now check it out. Back, 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 forth, and forth. We could talk about Aaliyah. We could talk about Jagged Edge. We could talk about all the times, 112. You know what I mean? We could put on the 112. We could put on the Cupid doesn't lie. See, your young girl wouldn't understand that. They up here listening to the baby. See, you need a guy. You need a girl that we can sit around talking about the good old days where we used to sit around watching Fresh Print. My end, my, 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 my end. We could do all of that stuff. Talk about 702, keep sweat, make it last forever, ever. Don't let our love in. Yeah, you can talk about that. You can't talk about that with them young girls, see? This is why we need to be together. We need to be together at the end of my run and at the beginning of your run, and we can put together. And I can be you. You can be my retirement plan. Yeah. Yeah, man. Talk about that. S S double double U to the V. <laughs> we can talk about all that. See, you can't talk about that with them young girls. See, we can reminisce when I reminisce over you, my God. <laughs> yeah man them young girls can't do that and them young girls can't put that on you i got that wet wet all right we got loud pockets 42 is the new 21 apparently hello junior college age is now 42 no government name my wife just saw me watching you on youtube and then kept asking me all kind of questions about what kind of coach is cga <laughs> <laughs> yo your wife is like hey what kind of coach is he i like when people find me on instagram what kind of coach is this <laughs> they think they gonna go up there coach greg adams is gonna be some motivational shit <laughs> but my motivation you know what i mean it's a little bit backdoor pause my motivation gets you motivated in a different type of way it's not gonna be this you know what it's time to wake up it's time to wake up. You get up early and then you early bird catches the worm and then you look forward to your day. And as long as you keep your head to the sky, you can win. As long as he keeps your head to the sky, be optimistic. See, they think I'm going to be in some damn optimistic stuff. No, this is hellfire and brimstone. Yeah, they think I'm going to be on my Inky Johnson. What's the brother's name? The loud brother. He's a hip-hop preacher. What's his name? 
Eric, Eric Johnson. Eric, no way. Eric, Eric, Eric. I'm going to say Eric Johnson. Anyway, no diss to him. No shade. All right. The hip hop preacher, Eric Thomas. Eric Thomas is his name. All right. You get up and as long as you can breathe and as long as you breathe before you go to sleep. <laughs> and if you want to breathe, it's bad. What if you want to go to sleep as long as you want to breathe? See, that's what they think I'm going to do. <laughs> like, oh, this coach, here we go. And then you go out in the water. And then if you want to breathe as long as you want to eat, you can go out there. You can be. I'm like, boy, I would have a, man, my whole karate artery, I would pass out. I can't do that type of motivation. My heart already racing. <laughs> Shout out to Eric Thomas. This is no diss, but uh, I'm just saying, that's what people think when they come to my channel. And then I'll be over there just tearing people up. They're like, what kind of motivation is this? <laughs> oh, man. We got... Let me see if I can say your name. Shout out to the coach gang and the king of this red pill space, CGA. My favorite because of the straight raw truth with no sugar coating. And this is from my man, Andrew. He says last week's live streams with Mike Obama explaining CGA's marriage will was spot on. Ask me how I know CGA and marriage will and hypergamy is undefeated. Coach gang, Bo live. <laughs> And uh, he says, free agent lifestyle for live. <laughs> okay, yeah, appreciate you, brother, man. We undefeated and coach. Um, I, somebody brought this up the other day. Is there any pregnant photos of Michelle Obama? I'm just asking for a friend. Anybody seen one? I think there's a few out there, but I haven't been able to come across it. Twitter's going nuts on it, but. Uh, shout out to E.T. Yeah, man, the hip hop preacher. Shout out to E.T. I, I, I like him. I'm not dissing him. I was just using him as an example of what people thought about me. Anyway, let's get in here. Let me see if there's any. Yep. Nope. 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 There's no more super chat. So, uh, J.C., start your business. Start your business. <laughs> oh, it's classified. OK, uh, story number one. There's oh, I see ninjas. Of, they, they've already left the building. They're like, this is reprehensible. <laughs> Okay, story number one is going to be a uh, kid surprise. Kid is surprised that this ninja chose to become a stepdaddy. All right, that's what it should say. I don't know what it says here, but we're gonna go over to TikTok. And uh, here's a here's a here's a brother proposing to his milk of magnesia sisters. Man, y'all gotta do something about this. Brothers always gotta show their teeth when they with their milk of magnesia. There was somebody earlier on one of my social media apps. I, I had a video on there, and they're like, what's the girl's name? And Pearly was in the video. What's the girl's name? Ninjas love them some milk of magnesia. Ninjas always got to show their teeth. All right, look. Let's go ahead and play the video. <laughs> look at them. Cheesing. Look at the, look at the cheesing, brother. Hey, sisters, have y'all ever seen Ninja smile like this? He ain't got no haircut or nothing, no lineup or nothing. Look at that crust dash on this lip. All right, bro. Hey, sisters, you ain't never seen a ninja niggle this hard, brother. Hey, where's my black women at? Brother, sisters. Hey, sisters. Sister, you been on oh my mind. Hey, sister, get in here. I done sung to you now. Hey, listen. Have you ever seen a ninja uh, grinning like this? Y'all ain't never seen a ninja grinning like this. 
Okay. He's niggling and he can't wait to put that ring on Master Splinter. All right. You already know. Look, she dressed just like Master Splinter. He can't wait <laughs> to put that ring and marry her. And consequently, look at the young man right here. <laughs> look at this dude right here. He is like, yo, what are you doing? <laughs> look at the kid. No, I don't want you to be my daddy. You ain't my real daddy. Yo, what is going on? Yeah, that's brother Star. Hey, sisters, <laughs> this is who y'all losing black men to. <laughs> Look at this woman right here. And by the way, I'm I'm not mad. I'm not mad at him. You know what I mean? He 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 got a little milk of magnesia. He like his old pasty pale porcelain princess. Okay, but uh, sisters, this right here. Look at his face. Take a take a good look. This is who y'all losing black men to right here in America. <laughs> by the way, she is she's a mother. Look at the look at the guy. He's like, oh my lord! Look at the kid. <laughs> the kid is like, don't. Uh oh, there's another half breed in there. <laughs> he said, huh? Mm. Now who baby is this? Listen, I got a question. Now her face shaped just like her daddy, so I'm gonna assume that this is her daddy. You know what I mean? They got both. They both got meaty ass heads. But just in case. What if this is this this daughter is and I don't you normally talk about kids, but what if this is this is her kid? Right. And then she got two different daddies already in this dude. Look at him. Ninjas always got to show they teeth. My theory, ladies and gentlemen, my theory is almost undefeated. When brothers are around white women, they cheese and smiling. When brothers are around black women, they are they are they're they're almost they almost either look sad or angry. What is this? Can we have a conversation about what that is? Why is it that when ninjas get around white girls, he can he could just be like, oh, man. And he can show all his teeth. But then when brothers, he said grimacing, he grimacing, sniggling and grimacing. But when he around a black woman, he just, he got to look hard. Like he hold a masculine frame. Let, sisters, let us know what happened. Man. What's going on? Anyway, let's go ahead and play that again. Look at the brother. Look at the kid. The kid is the funny part of this. Watch him stomp over like a kid. Uh oh, they black mamas in the back. Black mama, big mama in the back, and her white mama's in the back. She ain't do nothing. You know what she did? You know what she did to get that ring? She swallowed his kids one time. One time. And this brother ain't never had his kid swallowed. And so he does. He, I'll marry you. What? Okay, that's it. He tried to mess with his sister. He was like, what? You swallowing kid? Now, that's the only time she going to swallow kids. She ain't got to swallow no kids no more. But she swallowed his kids one good time. And he was like, okay, I'll marry you. I'll marry you tomorrow. <laughs> okay, let's play. The, sorry, man. Sorry. Let's play the whole video. I said I would play the whole video. <laughs> look at the boy oh that was a marital kiss look at the kid are you serious oh my god you gonna be my stepdaddy you ain't my real daddy he mad <laughs> oh man poor kid
That kid is like, my life is over. Now I got to listen to this man. <laughs> hey, kid, I'm with you, kid. I don't know what he's doing either. So anyway, uh, let's go to the next story. Oh, this is sad, dude. This is sad. So uh, we played the video. I did a video of a breakdown of the women. Why my editor didn't do that breakdown? Maybe he did. Of women that don't understand men's salaries, right? They they think men make way more money. So this is a this is a girl. Let me see if I can pause it. This girl says she makes more money. To she makes too much money to be dating guys like him. This is what she says here. So I'm gonna roll the clip here. I gotta refresh it. This is this is the tragic dating world here. This is the tragedy of our dating world. So I guess this is one of these street interviews. It's a skit. But um, look at how she's looking at this man already. Now, we already know he's taller than her. So there shouldn't be an issue with the height. Now, looks wise, you know, I don't particularly think men look that good anyway. So I don't know what she's thinking here, but she's peering over at him like he's a piece of shit. Now, she thinks she's all of that because she can hide her face in fake up and she can get a couple of Instagram likes. But let's listen to the dynamics. This is why you dating coaches got to understand what young men are dealing with. And when I talk about young, I'm talking about 30 years and below. Let's play it. My accident. Uh, I make too much money to let that shit happen. How much money? Do you, what that? What? How I'm, much money you make? A year? Thirty thousand a year. Okay. How much? Thirty thousand a year. How much money you make at the end of the year? I make fourteen thousand a month. I'm not impressed. I didn't ask you for this, but I told you how much I make a month. Good for you. How do you okay. make that in a month? Uh, I sell solar. Solar? Solar. Yeah. So you make fourteen okay, grand a month. Yes. Would you let him slip it? Man, boy, it gets hard out there. Okay, let's just go back to the beginning. So he asked, would you let him slip it? I'm assuming that's sex or tongue. I don't know what they're talking about. This woman said she makes way more money than him to let that happen. So she again, she judged him by his appearance. I'll make way too much more money to make that happen. How much do you make? She said $30,000 a year. <laughs> Brothers, what? <laughs> oh, my God. She said $30,000 a year. Now, <laughs> what? let's put this in perspective. Let's put this in perspective. In the 48 states, the poverty guidelines... Tells you that a three-parent house, three-person household, your income would be at the poverty level. Okay, so I'm sure at 30K, you don't live by yourself. You live with the roommates. So I'm just assuming there's got to be two or three people in your house. You're at the poverty line. Nope. 30K is too much money. And this girl can halfway speak English. Let's go back. She, the girl that says more than the 10 fingers speak better English than this one. 30,000 a, a year. What in the, oh my God, let's play this again. Estoy, estoy en 
by accident. Uh, I make too much money to let that shit happen. <laughs> the way she, the disdain that she had for this man. I make too much money to make this shit happen. $30,000 a year? What? what? How much money do you, what that, what, what, how much money do you make? 30000 a year. Oh, my. Yo. This is unbelievable. And she's looking at this dude with this thing. Now, she thinks she makes more money than him or he doesn't make enough. Either way, she's dead ass wrong. Either way, she's dead ass wrong. 30000 a year, bro. How much? She said a year. 30000 a year. This can't be real. And this loud mouth, both of these girls are broke. I've been telling you guys that these people are broke as a joke. 30K. I guarantee you they don't, they're spending over budget. Let's continue. How much money do you make at the end of the year? I make 14000 a month. So I'm guaranteeing you, she doesn't even know what $14,000 a month is. Just, I don't, the, the play button's over her face. She heard that $14,000 a month. I guarantee you, she's never even considered what that is per year. She doesn't know that that is six figures and it's mid six figures. I mean, obviously. Um, And this is, I don't know, poor before access. He makes 14,000 a month. So in two months, he's already equalized her. I'm not impressed. She's not impressed. She's not impressed. Again, ladies, you guys are making your bed because she wants, she believes she deserves a millionaire. She believes she deserves an insanely rich guy. So in her mind, six figures is nothing. My sugar daddies make six figures. I've sucked off dudes that make six figures. That doesn't impress me. I didn't ask you for this, but I told you how much I make a month. Good for you. How do you okay, make that in a month? Deja, deja uh, I sell solar. And why she's so rude. This girl's so rude on the phone. You see, there's an interview going on, and you steady just talking. I tell you, man, who raised these people? Solar. Solar. Yeah. So you make fourteen grand a month. Yes. Would you let him slip? So this is the world you guys are living in right now. This the girl. I mean, listen. That shouldn't have been, it's not that he makes that money and she should have been like, oh, okay, I'll suck on you. So I get it. I know people are like, well, what is she supposed to do? But she got two things wrong. She said she makes 30K and she thought she was balling. Then when she found out he made hundred, he made what she makes in a half a year, in six months, she was like, mm, not enough. <laughs> not enough for me. Yeah, she's just embarrassed. I know, I know, Luis. She was just embarrassed, and she had to eat crow. She judged him and assumed that he was a loser. And then she had to say, ah, that's not, I don't care. And I told you, I told you women do that. They disqualify themselves. What did I tell you? That's a, that's a prime example of women disqualifying themselves when they know they don't qualify, right? So she's disqualifying herself, basically. I don't give a shit about that. I don't care about your Porsche. I don't care about your house. I don't care about your, I don't care about that. I don't care that you can travel. Meanwhile, you can say, you can change their lives. And meanwhile, every day they figuring out how to patch their way through their lives. And they sucking off old 70 year old dudes to make 500 bucks. And then they'll look at you and disqualify. I don't care about none of that. 
And you're like, she literally disqualified herself in a situation where that income would be life-changing for her. And all she would have to do is be like, okay, you know, listen, she might not be attracted to him, but to, to completely dismiss the guy is what you're dealing with, man. And any guy that makes above that dollar amount, take a look at this young woman one more time. This woman does not qualify for any millionaire or any of that. Look at her. She ratchet. Let's play it. My accident. Look, this, they, they think way too highly of themselves. She thinking, nope, I want a guy that makes half a million dollars a year. She thinks she can get that. This girl is every girl in South Los Angeles. I got girls like this that throw, these is, this is a throwaway in Tijuana. Tijuana, let me say it right. You can find this girl everywhere in Santa Ana. I could find, I could close my eyes, spin in a circle with my hand out pointed like this, and I can land on six women lined up that look just like that. Copy and paste Latina. That's a copy and paste Latina. That ain't no different. You could go to South Milwaukee and find her. Carbon copies, San Antonio, El Paso. Carbon copies, Juarez, Tijuana, San Diego. What Downey? Lennox. <laughs> I can go to Lennox and I can find Lennox between Inglewood and Hawthorne. I can go to Lennox and find 15 girls like this in a matter of 15 minutes at the 99 cent store. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Are you kidding? And so she's like, what? Cartella. Uh, I make too much money to let that shit happen. What? How much money do you, what that, what, how much money do you make? 30,000 a year. How much? 30,000 a year. Now, she might make more than maybe her relatives, her family that work very hard. So she thinks she's doing better than her family. So she's doing better. Look at this guy's face. He's like 30000 I'm surprised he didn't bust out laughing. How much money do you make at the end of the year? I make 14000 a month. I'm not impressed. Man. Y'all in trouble out there, bro. Y'all can't. Y'all are in trouble, brothers. My lord, yeah, the interviewer was flabbergasted. He was like, What? Oh my god, he was like, He the interviewer knew that dude made way more than 30,000. He was like, Good lord, this is gonna be too easy. Wow, unreal, unreal. What are y'all doing? Let's go ahead and hear it right here. Uh, BWs, we back on the BW. So, black women are like, Oh, not on us again, just so you guys know. I just went in on Latinas and white women in the previous two clips, okay. And it goes over y'all heads. You be like, you're always talking about us. I'm like, I talk about all women over here. We just we just sat there for 10 minutes talking about the basic copy and paste Latina chick. Previous to that, I talked about the Mico Magnesia chick. I just, you know what I mean? But now we getting in on y'all. We gonna get in on y'all. What is going on on Straggle Rock? Down that Straggle Rock. Down that Straggle Rock. Can a monthly no-strings-attached $250 a month protect Dallas's families from eviction? And here we go again, pilot program. Here we guarantee, pilot guaranteed income program are sprouting across the country.
This is crazy. I don't know what you guys are looking at. This is the Civil Rights Act, 1964, 65, all over again. And these pilot programs keep popping up by these social engineering companies and social engineering government programs to do what? There's never a black man in the picture. There's always a black woman and a child. What are we doing? When will y'all wake up? This is this is crazy. Somebody said they look Jamaican. Uh, oh, even in Jamaica, they got 25, 250. So you got Oakland, Atlanta. There's plenty of places. Where, and I meant to pull up all of the places and I forgot. But here we go again. Clown world. I don't need no man, but I'll take that UBI. I'll take that pilot program. I'll take that 250 a month. I'll take that thousand a month. It says when Jessica Pena's car got towed, it had the potential to send her life into a spiral. The car is how she gets her children to their Dallas school. It's how she makes it to the doctor's appointments and meeting with the housing authority. The fees to get her car back would cost her more money than she has to spend. Because a ca uh, cascade of complications hit Pena, she remembered the next day a monthly no-strings-attached infusion of $250 would arrive in her account. Yikes. Pena participated. I'm sorry. Pena is participating in a big experiment. I mean, what, what more do you have to say, guys? This is just. Everyone is one paycheck away from being homeless. If you're living paycheck to paycheck, she says. What are we doing? What are we doing to our people? Dependency on the government. Before a cascade of complications hit Pena, she remembered the next day the money would be around 250. Really? What is that going to do? Pena is participating in a big experiment. What happens when families living in neighborhoods with high eviction rates? Wow. Get direct cash payments. Will they be able to stay in their homes where their kids make it through the year without having to switch schools? Now, there's been movies made about this. Hold on for a second. There's been movies made about this. I'll show you one. Let's see here. Let's see if I can pull up the movie. Uh, here it is right here. You ninjas are, you're participating in an experiment. And the rich and the wealthy are laughing at you. Because you guys keep doing the same thing over and over again. Expecting a different result. You guys keep doing the whole, the, the keep doing, I don't need no man, but you end up needing some money. Wow. And I got money. And they out here turning tricks too. One dollar bet. They're doing experiments on you lab rats to see if you could actually make it through doing the bare minimum. They literally are calling it an experiment. You guys should be ashamed of yourself. I'm sad for the human race. <laughs> I mean, come on. And if, look, I've been through struggles too. Don't get me wrong. I've been through struggles. But come on, man. This shit getting out of hand now. And you guys think you're going to fix the community? Fix the community? This program isn't focused on helping uh, people pay rent. The money is unrestricted. It can go towards getting back a towed car that 
while not directly related to a family uh, family's housing can become a trigger for air uh, instability. Sorry. I messed that up. This program is out so I can read. This program isn't focused on only helping people pay rent. The money is unrestricted and can go towards getting a towed car back while not directly related to a family's housing can be also uh, trigger things that trigger uh, instability. Give myself an L. It can go towards child care, which can in turn free up a parent to go get a job. Brothers. <laughs> What are we doing? I'm done. I can't stand people. <laughs> I can't stand people. It was supposed to go for the eviction rate. Now we're doing it to tow cars. And now we're doing it to Jordans. This one said, and weed and marijuana. This helps me keep on my electricity, says Pena, 37, who deals with chronic health issues that makes it difficult to work. Somebody just said it. They ain't trying to get no job. So now she can't work. You fall out of line with one bill. They all just come crashing down. Man. I got money. <laughs> Somebody said it's for the kids. What? Where? Where's it? Where did it say it's for the kids? Where? Did, you know what's for the kids? It's child support. Obviously, if they have kids... Don't they have somebody paying child support? How was this 250 for the child support? I mean, how is this 250 for the kids? This is not for the kids. This is to not get evicted. But now we're paying off Obama phones. Oh, I was being sarcastic. Okay, I get it. I was like, what? And let's go ahead. This Dallas pilot program, a partnership between United Way of Metro Dallas. Hold on for a second. New, 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 new world order. And up together in several other community groups is nearing the end of its first year. The plan is to invest 250 a month in 500 households for up to three years. Where was the black woman? Was she Pena? Where's the black woman in this article? Oh, you know what this money's for? You know what this money's for? I'm going to tell you what this money's for. And I'm going to show you what this money's for. Okay, I'm going to tell people, people just don't see this. You know what this money is for? For this right here. I'm going to show you. Hold <laughs> on oh, for a second. Where is it, Clip? Hey, I told you to do Biden.
Oh, man, that's all it's for is to get them votes up, get them votes up. Everybody know what it is. I'll show you here, too. This is definitely what it's for right here. I think I don't know if I can play the music on this one. Yeah, it's for the it's, it's for the catfish fry. There you go right there. Yeah, it's for the catfish fry. Yeah, that's what it is for. Yeah. Go, Stacy. Look at him. Get it. Get it, man. Get it. Yeah. Uh-huh. There he is. Get them catfish nugget. Get it the other side. Get to the other side. Show me the other side, man. With your suspenders on. The catfish nuggets. That's what it's for. It's for the catfish nuggets. This is sad and reprehensible, man. I don't know what y'all doing as a group in the country, but it is what it is. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> okay. Are we getting to Ashanti next? Uh, we will, but let me get to some contributions to today's show. Okay. Unbelievable. All right. So my man, my man, Black Wealth and Power says, let's face it. We black men are the world's stepdaddies. Why, why, why do we get to be stepdaddies? Somebody explain that. There's not that many of us in the United States, meaning, you know, population-wide. Why are we the ones supposed to be the stepdaddies all the time? Somebody needs to explain this. We're the, we're the catfish of the dating marketplace. We're the trash man. We're the trash compactor, garbage disposal. We're just supposed to just take anything. We're the bottom feeders, bro. And don't have no money. Then you make money, and they supposed to, oh, just give me some. Give me, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me. And you're like, what am I getting back? Nah, you're supposed to do for the yo people. No, no, no. Sha X says that kid is like, whose man's is this? And who lined him up? Poor kid looking at his mama like, really? And that mother is, man, she already warned. Uh, man, what are we doing, brothers? Sheldon Ross says, LOL. How the F did she say 30000 a year that confidently? <laughs> but, hey, they winning, though. Yep, they winning. Thirty thousand. She's like, I made thirty thousand dollars a year. I'm hoping she meant thirty thousand dollars a month. Okay, Justin O says thirty k is definitely a skit. Derek says CGA, you were right this morning about never going to court. I got a speeding ticket, went to court, and got talked to like I was a child by that judge. One hundred percent. I told myself never again. He says next two tickets I got, I hired a lawyer, paid him two thousand two hundred dollars each time. Never had to step foot in court. And I got one ticket waived. And he says, and the other ticket reduced to a seatbelt violation, even though I was going 65 in the 40, 64 in the 40 mile per hour zone with court from now on, it's lawyers or nothing. 100%. 100%. When I get tickets, I call the ticket busters. <laughs> okay. I call the ticket busters. I ain't going in the court. I ain't going to see no judge. You guys got to know, man, judges get pissed off. You know, they don't like their job. <laughs> right. They just got to do their job, go back to their rich life. They they really don't like people. They think they think you're lower than them and all of that stuff. Anyway, the Jay Lex podcast says some black people will never learn and level up. No, because we can't level up because then we'd be an Uncle Tom, a sellout. We leaving our people. You know, Deion Sanders tried to level up. Nah, can't do it. Can't level up. You're supposed to be down there with us. Crabs in the barrel. 
can't level up. And if you level up, you you owe everybody. You owe everybody. All you what you should be doing is giving back some of your money to the people down there that was behind you and supporting you all that time. All right, don't forget you just a ninja. I know you a doctor, but your name Doctor Ninja. Mm. <laughs> oh man, Mister Alba says there goes your reparations, black man. Yes, there goes your reparations. Dead. Okay, look, I'm I'm confused as to why. That, that's not considered reparations. We know it's going to be, well, I guess it's just not targeted. It's going to be targeted for a lot of people. Yeah, man, lawyers, man, they worth their weight in gold just on the procedure, just on the procedure. But, uh, yeah, don't find yourself up in court. That's the wrong place to be. Pete W says stolen, well, I can't say that. Allegedly, elections that were, you know, interesting, always have consequences, yes. And they have catfish nuggets consequences right here. <laughs> All right, the consequences are always this. Oh my goodness, where is it at? Let's show them again. Get them catfish nuggets. As long as as long as they keep promises, they're gonna get rid of them student loans and they're gonna give us reparations one of these days. We're gonna keep voting you in. All right. I don't care what we're gonna do. All right. And listen, orange man bad, and the Republicans don't help us out either. So might as well just keep voting these people in. And she's spending all the money. Look, look, I like when he hit that step right there. This is the best part right here. When he hit that step, get it. <laughs> you did all that work. Did all that work and y'all get 250. 250. $250, man. What is going on on earth? Kevin, the software testers, BW stay taking L's. He says ninjas leaving. To be stepdaddies to white women. Oh, sisters, are there? I know there's about eight sisters that watch me, and y'all be quiet as a church mouse pissing on cotton. But what do y'all have to say about this? And you can be angry with me. You can be angry with me. You can call me all kind of shuffle. You can tell me my mama black. I don't mind. What do y'all have to say about the state of the world? I know, you know what I mean? Like they can, that the pride of the sisters. Y'all got the pride. You know what I mean? Now, listen, I got I, my mama's black and I have black relatives and y'all's pride be y'all's downfall. For some reason, y'all don't like to take that L. One of these days, the world will change when sisters be like, you know what? You guys were right. There will be a seismic event. It will be the shock of the hour. The Colorado Rockies will explode in a volcano and there'll be lava that comes down. The earth will shatter. Hell will freeze over. Pigs will fly. Cows will jump over the moon. You know what? Maybe we should listen this time. Maybe instead of telling you about this time, maybe we should listen. <laughs> he said the clouds will part. Cheese comes down on a winged white horse holding a thunderbolt. Return of the Lord and the King of Kings, the true King of Kings. Right now, Zeus will throw a rod. Thor will throw his hammer. Jesus will arrive back. Allah and Buddha will be having dinner. <laughs> he said the rapture will happen. It will be over. I mean, if they just want just one time once, you know, let's listen to the brothers today. Mm. 
It'll never happen, though. <laughs> All right, John says, just showing love. You have inspired me. Appreciate you, John, since you, you're in here. I'm <laughs> He said the Mac will return. Return of the Mac will come back. The Mac will return. Okay. My man Clyde B says your Eric Thomas impression killed me. Thank you, brother. All right. We we here to entertain. Don't go to Eric's page and say CGA was dissing you. He probably like who? He doesn't care, but I'm just saying. I wasn't dissing him. Pride is always definitely their downfall. Pride is it. Trust me, I've all worked with them and all of this stuff. Ty says, I'm giving up on the community. We reward the bottom of the barrel. Shout out to the brothers who have who don't have a hive mind. I don't, I'm wondering about this. Okay. Why does the 250 go to the bottom group? All right. If you know anything about, if you know anything about, um, um, you know, uh, doing the W.E.B. Du Bois and the uh, Booker T. Washington, both of those men were elitists, if you will, part of the elite. But uh, these, and whatever you want to call it, but both of these men came up with the ideas where the talented 10th was supported by W.E.B. and the idea of becoming a working class citizen and having pride in your own things and working blue collar and having your own co- having your own um, having your own. Right. Uh, that was the great debate for black people. Now, we forgot about that. Our great debate is give out handouts to the lowest. Now, W.E.B. Du Bois or Du Bois, Du Bois, he supported the talented 10th, which he did not come up with. That was something someone else came up with, but he adopted that as a moniker to bring back the community, which the talented 10th was his, his whole focus for the talented 10th was the way you raise the community up is through investing in the talented 10%, right? That was the idea of it. Okay. Instead of focusing on the bottom, you focus on the top. So experiments where you give the bottom 250 would never happen in the talent to 10. You actually take the 10% of people that are your best, your brightest, your smartest, and then you promote them. What we do is we kill our best, our brightest, and our smartest. We kill them, and we put murals up, and we degrade them, and we tell them that they're wrong until we realize that they were right in the end. We kill them, or we allow governments to kill them, and then we focus on the bottom feeders. See? I know people don't really go back and for, go back and look at that debate. Now, we already know he was associated with the new, 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 new world order. As a matter of fact, him and Margaret Sanger were a part of the same thing. You know what I mean? They were part of the same group. They rolled the same. So with that being said, with that being said, the talented 10th philosophy, actually, to me, it makes sense. I mean, it was debated against by Booker T, who said, no, don't focus on the talented 10th because what you're doing is you're taking the talented 10th out of the community and you're taking them out of the community and then we'll lose that. So you want a working class group of people who train themselves, educate themselves. We don't need those educated jobs. We don't need to be doctors and get degrees. We need to be working class individuals and have pride in our own work. And Booker T. Washington supported that. And this is a basic breakdown of the argument. I'm not getting in too deep, but Even Booker T was like, we need to be accountable for each other. We need to look out for each other. We need to build our communities. We need to stay together. We need to be working class. We need to own our own shit. We need to black Wall Street. We need to have our own shit. Now, neither one of them, we're not doing either one of us. (laughs) 
we are allowing we're we're essentially abandoning both of those arguments. We abandon both of those and we're settling for we don't need no man. I'm strong and independent. They whore around. They're doing Gashanti 42 step step money, step mother, step daddy. You don't own me uh, 250, 250 from the government here, 300 from the government there. Go back and look at that debate between W.E.B. and Booker T. Washington and see where we were as a people and see where we are now. I mean, it's 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 actually mind numbing to see where we've fallen. Because eventually, uh, one more thing on this one, if you keep asking for solutions from the people who caused the problem, then they're going to give you their version of the solution, which essentially is the bloodsuckers are going to come in and then prey on the who, the most vulnerable, and give them small tokens and crumbs and dust, and then they'll give you 250 and you think you got something. 250 is reprehensible as a form of, I got to give up my freedom for this 250. I got to remain poor to get this 250. I got to sit, brothers, it's, man, I tell you, it's reprehensible. And you guys want me, you guys want me to fix this problem? You guys got to start looking at what go back and go to the Thomas souls, go back to the WEBs. You know, I know he was a little bit on the, you know, he was on the new, 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 new world order. Go back and look at Booker T even going back and looking at Malcolm X. Malcolm X talked about all of this shit. He talked about all of this. Malcolm X brother, Malcolm talked about it. As a matter of fact, towards the end of Martin Luther King's life, he started talking about this. And as a matter of fact, if you want to probably know why Martin probably lost his, you know what? It was because he was talking about how blacks should be going back to, you know, claim what they're owed. And they was like, you know what? New, 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 new world order. They was like, uh, that's enough for you, sir. And by the way, Martin, <laughs> he said, you know what? And by the way, Martin had a good 15, 20 year run. He had a good 15 year run. And they was like. And they pushed his wig back. Yes, they did. Because he started talking about the land that they were owed, the 40 acres and the mule, land grants that were going to colleges at that time. Most of the colleges got land grants and those universities popped up like crazy. And those 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 universities got land. And then um, he was saying we should be getting that land. And they was like. <laughs> he said they cut Martin's grass. <laughs> they was like. Also, Michael T., that's true. Michael T., yes. Michael T., that's true. I'm not going to talk about, yes, he was anti-war, too. And it was like, but that the other part of it was there. Yeah, he was anti-Vietnam War. And it was like, uh, yeah, we're going to have to. It's checkout time. You know, when you stay in the hotel room too long, it's 12 o'clock. Your phone started ringing in the hotel room. They pick up the phone. It's checkout time. Closing time. Yo, anyway, but um, anybody that talks like this definitely should be watching out because they don't, they want you, they want you to just be handing out. They want you to just, they want you to just be deaf, dumb, and blind, go with the status quo, divide and conquer. They want you to black women, and I don't care about you guys. You guys do what you want to do. And I'm not trying to get y'all riled up, but they want you to do stuff like this 250 experimental programs. This is bigger than this is bigger than just, you know, putting down and trying to demoralize black women for choosing the money over the man. 
it's bigger than this. Uh, it's basically an indicator that it's never going to be, it's never going to get better for you. And I, I cannot stand when I see all of these things about Black Wall Street. Look at us, man. We had so much pride and then the white man took it. Please. We ain't never going back to that. <laughs> you ain't never going back to that. What are you doing? Just save your breath. Save your breath. Tulsa, Oklahoma ain't never coming back. Harlem's never coming back. Harlem Renaissance and whatnot. We too divided. We ch we chasing you over. We will chase a man out of the house for $250. Anyway. The J Lex podcast says, yep, I did a whole podcast talking about the Deion Sanders situation. Shout out to you, the J Lex lot J Lex podcast. With this being said, um, you know, that whole thing about Dion and he left and he could have did this and he could have did that. Nah. London goes, coach, what's in there? What's in there? It's barbecue in there. <laughs> Rocky bringing back Tulsa. Langston Hughes isn't walking through that door. Yeah, our, our most educated and our most talented. We eliminate them on our own. Or, I don't know, with some help or intervention. Anybody that starts talking about, talking in that jazz about, um, let me see here. Somebody canceled a payment. Okay. Uh, anybody starts talking that jazz about staying in the community and uh, building that shit up? Yeah, they got something for y'all ass. I don't think that, I don't think that that's in the plan. But uh, you do, you guys do, you do your own research out there. Do your own research. We, we got everybody today. And we're ready for the Ashanti episode. Let me see if I can get in here. I want to see who we do have. We do have uh, some contributors that I need to acknowledge here. Oh, do we have a lady or somebody? This is a lady's account. Um, we're going to call you. We're gonna. It's from a woman account. I don't know if I can say your name. If you don't want me to say your name, make sure you say no government name. But I'm going to call you Natalie says donation. And it's a very one. We'll give this person definitely a co-sponsorship. Thank you, Natalie. Somebody said we got LeBron, though. We got LeBron. Yeah, we do. He going to save them all. He going to save us all. We got uh, Mohammed says, Coach Adams, sir, thank you for all that you do. Following your advice has kept me out of trouble and brought serenity into my life. Peace and quiet. You're truly my father figure. Salutations to you, sir. Thank you, man. Thank you, brother. Uh, I Bramble Bush says, I blame MLK and the civil rights ninjas for sending the community down the path we are in. Now they sent us from national nationalism to liberalism. But if you really know, you really investigate, you, you'll know where Mr. King was from. Um, so I don't want to get involved in that. So I don't want to talk about this. This is too deep. This is why I can't got to stay in my lane. But if you know how he was trained, where he really is from, it should be no surprise. Okay, be, it should be no surprise. But um, if you don't know and you're, you know, you really don't know, you you think that he was for you. But and when I one more thing here, one more thing I'm gonna say here. <laughs> one more thing I'm gonna say. Should I say this? No, I'm gonna pass on it. I'm gonna pass on it. I I think you know people think uh, the gosh. You know, I think the black church and the minister and the role that the minister has played for black communities, that role has been tampered with for a long time. And a lot of these men did go and choose to make money or get power positions as opposed to help the people in a whole. This is why I always tell you the idea of a utopianism, it doesn't exist, meaning 
we're going to have our own and our own pot of money. But I say, who's going to distribute the money? Who's going to distribute the wealth? If we just had our own section and our own leaders, who distributes the wealth to our people? Obviously, you're going to have corruption. Look at the HBCUs, highly corrupt, a lot of money stealing, allegedly. Deion Sanders even pointed this out. So you have an indication of a microcosm here where you show even your own people steal from your own people. Even when people get into power, they will use God, the Lord, and whatever to actually pick your pocket. If you look at pimps, pimps often go from pimpism to pastorism. And the reason why they do that is because they're, 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 their roles in life are somewhat synonymous. They're just the easy transition. Fish and Dom, Magic Wand, and you name it. They always go from pimping to the Lord or pimping hoes until pimping the Lord. Many of the dudes that, um, the, 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 the brother in New York, they, they end up being just nothing but fashionable pimps, uh, but they're preaching the prosperity of the Lord. Hey, it is what it is. You can just deny it all we want, but, but uh, yeah, Al Sharpton, same thing. Pimping to the pastor pulpit. It's the same thing. All those pimps turn right into pastors or they go unemployed or they're in jail. It's the same damn thing. I don't know why people don't see it. <laughs> Jesse Jackson, same thing. And then what eventually happens is they see the money rolling and then they go in, they get the boards rolls in the Bentley and they supposedly be everybody else in the, in the congregation. They're giving them hope and keeping hope alive and they're eating out of a can of beans. But 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 what we really keep doing is putting hope into these people, and it's sad at this point. Anyway, all right. The leg, the J Lex podcast says, "I swear, coach is reading my mind." Jesus. But I see this is what happens. You keep falling for it, keep falling for it. But I I I don't want to take hope away, and I'm not trying to shit on people's hustle. Everybody's got to do what they got to do. Everybody's got to do what they got to do. But when we're just fashioning in these ideas that we're doing it to help people, and then when you dig into it, they're helping themselves. They're helping themselves. Dig into it. Let's call it what it is. And I'm fine. If it's about helping your own pockets and your own personal interests, cool. I'm with it. But don't tell me that I'm out of my mind or I'm, I'm not helping the people, but you're claiming you're helping the people, but you're helping yourself. Okay. <laughs> so what uh anyway these are the streams that get me in trouble here these are the streams that get me in trouble but it is what it is shout out to jahari says uh my father always told me that whenever you see free whenever you see free to skedaddle free should never be in the black man's vocabulary never and we're trying to educate men to understand there's nothing for free you guys think oh, I get women for free and I never pay. Uh, you want to be pimps or out of control. I never pay for women. I make the women pay me and I pay. Give it up. This is so tired. It's so tiring. Well, am I supposed to be impressed by this? It's tiring. There's no such thing as free. There's no free lunches. There's no free sex. There's no free anything. There's no free women. Free women cost the most. Free women cost the most. Have you not learned anything? Free women cost the most. There's no such thing as free. There's always a payment. It's either front end or back end. I don't care what you're doing. Right? Uh, we Just look at food. I mean, boy, we're getting too far. Let me get into Ashanti. We're getting too far. Ashanti. 
Ashanti's out here saying she's ready to settle down and have kids and a husband. So the reprehensible behavior continues. Uh, this is just an example, again, that you're waiting for the opportunity to, for people to say, you know, you were right. Obviously, this endeavor Ashanti's trying to get into, let's go ahead and put her up here. She looks like, she says right here, she says she wants to slow down, get married and have kids, but only with the right person. I'm just going to say the person that fits into this model is probably the top 1% of the guys, right? Or it's going to be a super simp enforcer. This is somewhat very unrealistic. I mean, it's somewhat tragic that you can get to this point in your life. And I will say this, she did start earlier in her career getting established, touring. So she didn't have time to have kids and be married. So I will give her that. But that's the chance that you took because nature doesn't care. The Lord doesn't care. God don't care. And nature still has its own rules and biology. 42, probably is not a good time to do this. And it's not only for her, it's the message that she sends out to young women who follow her. Oh, it's still possible. You can still do it. Now, Ashante might be able to get this done. She might be able to find a guy in the end. And more than likely, it's not going to work out long term. But she might be able to find a guy and parade them around. And you guys think they're the magic couple and the couple imagery of back black love. And look, Ashanti can do it. I can do it. But this is just not realistic for the general population, especially women collecting $250 in Dallas. It's, it's just not realistic. But um, I think it's the damage is not going to be done to her. It's going to be done to her following. And she has a massive following. Let's go ahead and pull this up here. For people who don't know, she was a popular hip-hop R&B star in the, I want to say the 2000s. Yeah, 20 years. So let me see here. Let me see what her Ashanti is her name, net worth. I'm going to look it up here. And this is how we're supposed to repair the community. This is how we're supposed to establish families. I'll say this again. Marrying Generation Xers. I've been saying this for the last two years because there have been certain content creators been trying to say, I look, I'm, I'm defending marriage and I actually have a thing where I try to marry people up. And I was a, I was a, not a proponent of that. I was saying marrying generation Xers and boomers is not a way to rebuild a community. That's not where you need to start. That does nothing. Marrying up old ass generation Xers walking down the aisle to make it last forever in somebody's backyard, jumping the broom is going to do nothing. Everybody's got five kids total. There's a before daddy, after daddy. There's already been two marriages. Both of these people were whores and street uh, skeezers, both the male and the female. What does this do? It does nothing. It just gives people false hope. So people rewarding people for pairing Generation Xers and Boomers together is actually just doing nothing. It's a net negative. It's a net loss. What are we gaining? It doesn't bring the community back. You need to get people who are young, to understand the idea of doing this prolonged, I'm going to live my life and live my best life, city girls up, city boys up, and getting people uh, to give up establishing communities, establishing families, having children, not only one child, six children. Yes, I said it, six children. Six children. Because guess what? The Latinas and the Latinos are having six. The country white folks are having six. The Middle Easterns are having six. I knew a Greek family that had like 10 kids. Okay. They're procreating. Y'all have one kid. Y'all have one kid 
at the tail end of your biological window or early on in your life, and then you dismiss the father, okay, a.k.a. praying mantis it, and then now all of a sudden y'all trying to rehab and put families together. This is, de this is despicable. So Ashanti's net worth is $5 million, all right? $5 million for Ashanti. I don't think she owns her catalog. That was one of the issues here. Um, if we look at where she stands physically, where she stands physically, this is her in her beginning. This is the hair photo, and this is the weed photo. Do you really want hair, or do you really want weed? This is now. Do you really want hair? This is then Photoshop. Now. Then. Now. So she's bringing in far less, although she's still pretty thick. She's thicker than the snicker. I was watching something, watching her perform, and yes, boy, she's thicker than the snicker. But you guys keep putting booty as a priority. Booty does not make families. <laughs> Booties did not make family. Yeah, she thick. Now what? She's thick and old. Now what? I don't care. She's thicker than a bowl of oatmeal. That does not make families. Now it makes, gives me some inspiration to push and shove, but that don't make no family. So she thick. Now what else? Who cares? Let's go ahead and see this one. And now, because mindset's going to be important. Mindset's going to be important. I was very critical of this post because um, let's see if we can play it without it getting copywritten. This is from the, allegedly from the Breakfast Club show. Ashanti, this is her mindset. And this is the person that's going to, you're going to marry and have kids. And you, first of all, you don't qualify for it. Let's listen to her. Oh, wait a minute. I got to refresh it. One producer. Here we go. Uh, one producer. So like, we did two records together. He was like, okay, you you know, we, I'm not going to charge you. You know, you my homie, whatever, whatever. And then when it came time to put on the album, he was like, well, let's take a shower together. What? First of all, I'm tired of this rhythmic speech thing going on. You know what I mean? She's talking like she's 22. You know, whatever, whatever. Come on, man. You're 42, man. Now, what she's saying is she got free work. Again, there's no such thing as free. Producer gave her free work, and then she's despicable. She's the she thinks it's despicable that this guy now wants to push up on her. She should have known this was the case. So now she's like, "What is this reprehensible?" And then she runs to get her simple enforcers. This is this this mindset tells me you're not ready to be married. And I thought he was joking. Like I thought he was joking. It's your man Jet right here and Creek. Hey, what the hell you doing on my damn show? Get up off my damn show. <laughs> All right, anyway. I'm thinking a wife would know not to take free work. You know what I mean? A wife would actually hold half that L. You know, I was taking free stuff from him. He was bringing free bologna sandwiches, and then he wanted free rubs on my booty. Booty, booty. And then you should have been like, I saw that coming. Same as you guys that take women out to dinner, and then when the bill comes, she acts like she don't see it. And then you sitting there like, oh, we're going to go half and half. You should have saw that shit coming. You should have known when she showed up with them eyelashes on her, them snuffle up against eyelashes and that weed. You should have known she wasn't going to pay half the bill. But you sitting there want to argue with her. Same thing with her. You get you take free stuff. You should have known the salami was coming. <laughs> so anyway, pay your pay, pay the price. And she doesn't want to pay the price, but she did took eighty thousand dollars work. Uh, worth of work and she wants to play the victim also this now is her talking about fair use fair use fair use this is her talking about 
her relationship with Irv Gotti. Let's play it. From her IRL podcast on Wednesday. What the hell? Okay. We're not going to say relationship. We dealt with each other, but having a full, like, was Irv my boyfriend? Was I his girlfriend? Never. Really? Never. So Irv Gotti then pushed her insides to her esophagus many, many times. And Irv Gotti's going to say this. Now, you have this to rival with over 20 years. It's probably going to be a list longer, longer than you probably want to know. And they're still talking about it. So now you got to come into her part of the, her life and deal with all of these men in her past and all these men's feelings about her from her past. She's bringing in more baggage than you actually can deal with. And now you got to deal with this fact every time somebody's talking about your wife getting penetrated. This is crazy. Who wants to deal with that? And not only that, Irv Gotti got more out of her than you're going to get out of her because you had to pay to get into her life. And Irv Gotti got it for free, allegedly. So, well, he was, was he married? He was still married at the time, right? He was married. That's my point. Irv had several girlfriends, mm. you know? So, And she still was doing what? 10 toes up. She still was going 10 toes up. But you, on the other hand, you got to go ahead and go de- get down on bending knee. You got to go get down on bending knee. Why? <laughs> like, what? Why am I paying premium prices at the tail end of your life? What? And why are we encouraging people to do this? Guys, if you want to do this, I say good luck. You're going to find yourself in a bad situation, in a bad predicament. This is what you're going to do, man. People have too much trauma in their lives. And this is a woman that said, even though, and this does back up something I tell you, and she just backed it up. As I go along here, let me educate you. I have told you this. I said, women will say they never cheat. But what they won't tell you is that they've been the other woman. They've been the woman where the man was cheating and they were gladly accepting that role. So a woman might say they never cheated, but they were the side chick or they were the one, the mistress. They were having the affair. Huh? There it is right there. Bam. And you say, God damn, this is a joke jam. Anyway, now she just admitted it. Yep. He was married and had other chicks, but I was still. I was still letting them have a piece of this center cut. I'm a little confused by mm. the thought, you know what I'm saying? And the label and the description. Fair use. Uh, as you can see here, uh, these are all the men that she told you did not worry about. And this is her. These are the guys. Look at your boy. <laughs> Irv Gotti always looked funny to me right? when he was posing. I don't know what it is. Like, he didn't just look like this dude right here. I think he put in some work. These two over here put in work. I don't know, man. But listen, I won't. I'm not. I'm not challenging anybody. But uh, these are all the guys in the back that she told you not worry about. Don't worry about my past. This is her past. Don't worry about the men in my past. Her past. (laughs) Right here. This who you follow it up. Like, yo, hold up, hold up for a second. Let's see what else she has to say. I think that sometimes when, you know, like, you may think that it's something and the other person knows that it's not, you know, and you manifest this thing into something big and it's really not that. And then when that person finally realizes that it's not that, it turns them into a completely different 
person. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Nope. I don't know what you're talking about. But yes, I was lost in context, but I'm going to stop sharing that because fair use. What are you talking about? Well, you know, and no, that's who you're going to be marrying right there. That's who you're going to be marrying. Let's hear what Irv Gotti got to say about this. Uh, put up, put up Pastor Irv and see what he has to say and put a little something on this. There he is right there. And they're like, Irv need to get over it. He fell in love with her. He need to get over it. But let's go ahead and hear what Irv got to say. Okay, all right, cool. I'm, I'm trying to be good at my job. Is this Once camera I, on? I want y'all to know that. Yeah. Ashanti. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm not falling for the banana and the tailpipe. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, there you go. Shout out to Irv. He said, I'm not falling for the banana and the tailpipe. Me neither, Irv. I'm not buying this. She's ready to settle down and have children. And a husband. I'm not buying it either. Okay, Shanti's like, he's like, I'm not falling for the banana in the tailpipe. And neither should you, gentlemen. You're not getting a prize in this situation. She's worth $5 million. I don't know. For celebrities, $5 million is not a lot of money. It is to me and you. But for somebody that's been in the industry for 20 years, two, $5 million? That's her net worth. That's not cash on hand. I would probably say 7% of that $5 million is what she has in cash. Hold on for a second. Let's go ahead and pull this up. This is my math. This is my own investment math. F- yeah, uh, $5 million. All right, times 7%. Yeah, she has $350,000 potentially cash on hand. $350,000. That's what she got. You, you're not getting the bag, right? So let's put this to rest right now. You're not getting a bag by marrying, marrying Ashanti. This is a simple wolf whistle for wealthy men to try to take her so she can turn into Eve 2.0. Okay. You got to make 350 in cash last because she's probably tied up in real estate or some other things. She probably has some bad investments. She doesn't own her own catalog. Apparently she doesn't own her own music catalog. So there's no more money coming in. She's got to be on the road. You're going to be, you're going to be taking care of the kid. So don't spare me the idea that you're going to get a bag. She doesn't have to have that much money on hand. I know she doesn't, but what I'm saying is a lot of guys are going to say, I'm going to marry her and I'm going to have a bag. That's my point. So then you go to the article and then it makes sense. Now she'll marry. Why? Why? And why might potentially there's no money left. So you're not coming in, getting a bag. You're not coming in to be her sugar baby. She's looking for a wealthy man to qualify for, for her to submit. She's looking for a a rich old simp. That's what she's looking for. You're not getting a sugar mama here. And so the guy that qualifies for this, that that qualifies for this is going to have to be what? I want to say 55 and up of any race. And that includes, that includes Saudi. That includes Saudi Arabia because Janet Jackson made the same deal as well at the tail end of her her career. And if you don't know, Janet Jackson made more money from her divorce from her Saudi husband than she did in her whole entire music career. So I don't want to hear that Ashanti wouldn't do anything like that. I'll repeat it again. Janet Jackson made more money from her divorce from her Saudi husband after five years and one day of marriage than she did in her entire Rhythm Nation career, more albums sold, more than the album she sold, more than all the tours combined. Janet Jackson got that money. So here's what we have to talk about with Ashanti. Is she ready to make that deal? 
She ready to go to Dubai. Is she ready to go ahead and make that deal? The answer is it sounds like yes. <laughs> it sounds like she is. She'll make more money marrying the right guy for a short period of time, pushing out one kid or two, and doing this for five to 10 years, coming back off, spending the block. This is a retirement plan. And, you know, Ashanti's not the only one that does stuff like this. A lot of women are doing stuff like this right now. They're looking for men at age 42. Okay, I'm ready to settle down and marry. What? I'm ready to slow down and marry. What? Says right here. Let's see if we can get some more intel on this one. Ashanti is shaping an impressive legacy. I think she just got a star on the Walk of Fame, so I'll give it up to her. I know I'm talking, I'm talking reckless about her. I'm not talking reckless about her, though. Matter of fact, Shanti, if you think I'm talking reckless about you, why don't we do this? Let's go ahead and put this out here right now because, you know, people are like, you're talking reckless about my queen. Here's the deal. I'll put it up here right now. Shanti, I'll do you a favor, all right? You know what I mean? I'll, I'll look within myself. I'll go within myself and I'll think about it. Perhaps if we had a face-to-face -face meeting in my house, with the lights on and socks off. You know what I mean? We can have this conversation. As a matter of fact, if you want to appear on this podcast, you have an open invitation to come on in, ladies. Uh, Shanti, just just, just know one thing. The lights have to be on and the socks have to be off. That's the only thing that I ask you. And you can, you can diss me or you can do whatever you want. But bring that ass. I'm just letting you know. If you in a bind. Your rent's due, motherfucker. You know, I'll use you as a little bit of practice. <laughs> uh, somebody says it says Janet Jackson net worth is still 180 million. Yeah, you can't trust the Internet all the time, right? <laughs> all right. Anyway, uh, Shanti, so that's an open invitation for me. Respectfully, I have a microphone here for you. Come on through. Come on through. But uh, anyway, what were we talking about? I know. Talking reckless about y'all's queen here. But it says right here, she says, quote, I'm hustling and doing what I need to do now. Oh, that's an indicator. Your rent's due, motherfucker. So she's not looking for a broke guy. She says, so I can chill a little bit. The R&B icon, age 42, tells uh, People Magazine in the week. Uh, this week's issue, do people still read people? Okay, all right. Opening about her success, her hardship, and how she remained grounded throughout decades of fame. She's hitting the scene. All right, hold on for a second. Let's get to what she's looking for. During her trip to Los Angeles, okay, they're talking about Murder, Inc. And um, it says right here, all right, uh, okay, where's the rest of the article? Never doubt a mother's intuition. Is she to have a child? No, she doesn't have a child. Give me the damn story. Okay, uh, they're talking about Irv Gotti. Did Fat Joe hit it? They're talking about Fat Joe hit it? All right, following the release of Ashanti's fifth album, the declaration in 2008 that was her last album maybe not she soon exited the collective took a break from music and focusing more on her acting starring as dorothy in the wiz on stage in new york city shout out to her for that in 2009 quote it wasn't a choice she says it was something that needed to happen because everything that was going on okay she got out of the music biz she then returned to her music on her own terms launched an independent label called written entertainment and release her sixth album 2014's braveheart which debuted in the billboard top 200 number 10 it's fulfilling to be able to say i'm independent and successful says ashanti i'm very grateful where's the stuff about the husband 
Okay, going down here. I'm trying to get the stuff about who she looking for here. They ain't even talking about it here. They talking about all of her success. Looking forward to uh, looking forward, she plans to wrap up her current projects before taking step backwards from work to settle down with a partner, get married, and have children. Hold up. Hold up. 42 having children. She says, but I have to make sure it's with the right person. <sighs> 42? What are we do? Are we pushing this type of agenda here? Is, is that what we're doing? New, 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 new world order. 42. I'm ready to settle down. I'll start having children at 42. All right, let's do a little bit of math. I know people were going to do this. If you haven't seen the movie Idiocracy, this is the scene in Idiocracy. 42. Uh, you know, we'll tack on 18. Let's just say she started today. So she'll be 60 when her kids graduate college. She'll be 60 years old. When her child, her 18-year-old graduates high school, 60. Anybody think this is good? <laughs> Anybody think this is a good idea? No. So she's going to hold out hope. Let's just say she doesn't meet the guy until she's 44. Okay. She meets the right guy. She'll be 62 when her kids walk across the stage. Mm. This is good. This is good. This is a good place to be in, in America. Now, <laughs> let's just say, <laughs> I'm just saying, just as the possibility, let's just say she did not freeze her eggs. She did not freeze her eggs. She's going to do this in the Roski. You know, she's going to do it naturally. We're just going to have to assume this is going to be considered a geriatric, geriatric pregnancy. Not only that, a high-risk pregnancy. Potentially some complicated issues. Potentially. That's the risk we're taking. What if the child is not fine here? This is going to be... Was that, was that going to be worth it? Okay. Let's say she froze her eggs. No, no, no. Let's say she froze her eggs. Let's go back and say she froze her eggs. So the lucky guy, the lucky guy that gets to be with her, when they procreate, he's going to have to go through a series of tests to see if his seed is still virile, if he's still virile, if he can still have kids. So he's got to go a series of tests where he has his little kids tested to see if he can do the job. Then he, what he has to do is he has to go to the office, he has to score squashy, he has to get his lotion in a Petri dish right on the side right here, and he has to go ahead and <laughs> into the Petri dish, turkey baster, implement into the in vitro fertilization. This is what we're doing. And they're going to spend up to a million dollars on this, maybe $100,000 for sure. Each one of these treatments is like $60,000. So let's say it doesn't take on the first time. He got to go squash, squashy one more time. He got to get that lotion out. Hold up. He got to get that lotion. And he going to be like, hold on for a second. I got to turn the camera off real quick. Let me finish this up real quick. <laughs> okay. Is that what we're doing? Is this what I'm signing up for? And then, of course, they're going to have to be some sort of prenup. 
or some sort of thing where somebody has some entitlement? Or what if it's surrogacy? What if it's surrogacy? So you sign up for the job. The original pregnancy doesn't work. She's now 45. She then says, hey, you know what? I'm 45 now. It's not working. Let's explore surrogacy. The kid comes out at age 46. You tack on 18. She's 64, 65 years old. The kid walks across the state. Is this what we're calling healthy? <laughs> Is this what we're calling healthy? In vitro fertilization going to cost you 60 to 100K per treatment. Surrogacy is going to cost you $100,000, $90,000 minimum. Now, they can afford it, obviously, if he's wealthy. But if you're not wealthy, that's what she's looking for. Is this what we're doing? What? This is this is just stuff, that, stuff that's not realistic. And again, if you missed this part of the show, which I know I've got a lot of people here. Everybody showed up towards this part of the show. If you're doing this, why don't at some point, this group of women come back and say, you know what, guys, you were right. You were right. We did it all wrong. But no, they're doubling down on this. You're doubling down on this possibility of this happening with this fantasy myth where this guy's going to fall out of the sky and you're going to settle down with the right man, have babies. Okay, what if it doesn't happen? I hope she's going to be happy. I hope she's going to be happy because I think she actually needs this to happen based on her lifestyle and what she might particularly be looking for in that man. What is her qualifiers? Her qualifiers are probably going to be, he's going to have to be wealthy. What else does she say here? Um, and I guess she was with Nelly. Okay. Trust me. There are a lot of guys that want to be my baby daddy and they've tried envisioning her idea of future as a mother. She hopes to follow the model that guided her throughout her music career. I'm sorry, her own life. She says, quote, quote, if I have an ounce of my mommy skills. Wait, if I have an ounce of my mommy skills, I'm superior, honestly, because my mom's is the shit. She says, my dad is cool, too, and my sister, but my mom's a different breed. They don't make human beings like my mom. <sighs> I'm going to see her mom's age real quick. Let's do this. Her mom is, let's go to her mom's age. Her mom is 68. 68. Minus her age is 42. So, <laughs> is that right? That can't be right. 68 minus 42. So her mom had her at 26. <laughs> her mom had Ashanti at 26. Not 42. Mm. 26. And Ashanti's comparing her mom, who was 26 and had her, to a 42 to 43-year-old woman having a kid. This does not make sense. What are we doing? We're doubling down on stupidity. We're let me see here. Idiocracy. I'm not promoting a movie here. And it's kind of a weird movie. Let me see here. Uh, wife, age. It's kind of a weird movie, Idiocracy. But what we're doing is we're getting dumber and dumber and dumber. All right, doing, we're doubling down on dumb. And eventually we'll be all the way dumb. I know, man, this is, this is things that people think, no, it can happen. She can be happy. 
But there's a scene in Idiocracy right here that explains it. So these are some smart people. The smart people breed less and the dumber people breed more. That's the premise of the movie. And these two people, they got married together and they have high IQs. And this woman's like, oh, we'll have children when we're ready to financially support them. So then towards the end, it says five years later, five years later, have they had kids yet? No, they haven't had kids. And then they even go further. And uh, here she is right here. She still doesn't have the kid. And she's 10 years older. It's like she keeps getting older and older and they keep going over and over. And I'll have it one day. And one day we'll be able to afford it. And one day we'll do this. And one day, and then she ends up by herself. Let me see if they got it. Let me see if they got that part where she's by herself and she's super old. Let me see where it is. Okay, here, here's a clip. Here's one of the clips right here. Now, now look at her. Now she's going to have to throw her eggs against the wall. All right, I'm sorry, man. This is just the reality of it. And let me see where she's by herself sitting there. and She's super old. Oh, uh, they don't have it. And they like she's like all wrinkled up and she's like, one of these days I hope to, you know, retrieve my eggs. And she's like 50 by that point. <laughs> Sad movie. Spoiler alert. But this is kind of what we do to ourselves. And um, I see a lot of parallels in where our society is going and why we keep ending up in this situation. Let me do some super chats. So anyway, like we're literally getting dumber and dumber pushing these agendas. And then there's always going to be the one person disagrees. No, this is not, this is not true. I know two people that did this and I know millions that don't do it like this. <laughs> like most rational people have figured it out. You know, probably shouldn't wait. Probably shouldn't wait. Let's get to these super chats, man. What do y'all think? Let me know what you think or let everybody know what they think in the comment section. Mr. Albert says, isn't the black manosphere the new black church? Same old pimping. Interesting. Is it the black manosphere? The new? Well, I don't, I don't, I, you guys know I'm not part of the black manosphere. They kicked me out a long time ago, <laughs> but they never welcomed me in. But I do love some brothers that are over there. I love my brothers over there, but um, I don't know, man. I think the church of the so-called manosphere is. Um, yes, there's content creators that are making money, but I don't think the idea, I don't know, that's an interesting conversation. Was the idea to help every man financially or help every man with the message? Should the men be getting monetized? Is that like the same old thing as the church? Interesting. The message stops when there's no support. So it, I guess it could sound like a church. <laughs> he said they didn't kick me out. You need women to be a part of the church. Blue Baggins says, not only did I, not only did Irv Gotti not pay, he got paid. She's still complaining about her publishing and the masters he owed. So I guess he was definitely pimping. He was definitely gorilla pimping then. Age of Machines, Asanchi's new nickname is baseball because everybody hit it. She played every position too. <laughs> Somebody says, I'm in a league of my own. Yeah, I've always approached that today. I mean, I always approached this like that. I never really affiliated too much with people. I kind of just was like, I'm my own thing going over here. I don't think people like that. <laughs> right? People didn't like that. Brown 310, appreciate you. Henry Resilient, she's dating 34-year-old rapper jo Joyner Lucas. Is this true? I know Joyner Lucas. I know one song that he made. It was that Will song. 
Joiner Lucas. Wait, it says Joiner Lucas has a wife. Hold on for a second. Um, wait a minute. Is Joiner Lucas? I see here that uh, they might be together. Are Joiner Lucas and Ashanti together? So uh, let's see here. I do see some confirmation of that they might be people gossiping about them being together. I'm not sure. Uh, but we would have to figure out what Joyner Lucas uh, is worth. Is he going to roll the dice on it? Joyner Lucas net worth. I'm not imagining it's very high. Four million dollars. Yeah, he ain't that ain't he ain't the one. <laughs> He's not the one. They ain't got enough scratch to pull that off. Her husband is in the Saudi Arabia. <laughs> anyway, shout out to Joiner Lucas. Yeah, that brother's starving. It's at four million dollars, four million dollar network. But again, that's gonna be cash on hand. He's got probably two hundred and fifty k on cash, cash on hand. All right. Anyway, that's just an investor or investor calculation there. Not, not. I don't know that to be true, but I'm thinking that that's not gonna cover. That's not going to cover her surrogacy. <laughs> All right. AI. Is it LT or AIT? You just mentioned my uncle, Thomas Soul. Shout out to you. Shout out to your uncle, Thomas Soul. You know, all the Uncle Toms listening to people like that. Being black isn't what I'm trying to be. It's what I am. I'm running the same race and jumping the same hurdles you are. So why are you tripping me up? You said we need to stick together, but you don't even know what that means. If you ask me, you're the real sellout. Indeed. All right. My man, Mr. Is this Ed the 304 detector? Ashanti is 20 years too late to settle. All right. Just a little bit. D Rose says, hey, coach, still home, but cleaned up the house. All right. He says, anyway, five, four this morning and now five oh five four this morning and five for the lesson thank you d rose for being here man thank you for being here thank you for contributing <laughs> let's see here we got no government name cga i could never understand why our people or even some in my family are quick to reach for government handouts at their own expense the money is out there they just don't want to put in the work up front. Ease up a little bit. You're calling them lazy. That is a stereotype, sir. <laughs> but with that being said here, um, what they're going to say to this, and I've heard all of the arguments, they're going to say white people take government handouts too. And this is true. This is true. So um, they're going to say they take government handouts too. White people have definitely took millions of dollars in PPP loan. You talk about land grants. You talk about land opportunities in the past. White people have definitely taken handouts, definitely government contracts and so forth and so on. The only difference, there is a difference now, is that we never are in position to get those, number one, because we don't have business entities and things separated and segmented as to not expose our personal interest and wealth to these things that we get in handouts. We're never in line for government grants and contracts. We're always in line for handouts, like very minuscule handouts, 250 here, $300 a month in child support there. It's never things that are going to get you over. And it always, let me just tell you this. Yeah. Homesteading the Oklahoma uh, sooner 
the home homesteading. What 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 then is required of black community to take the handouts, meaning they have to stab somebody in the back or they have to fracture a family. That would be the difference. Okay, but everybody takes government programming handouts. That's just what happens here. But what happens to the black community tends to be you have to kick the father out. You got to kill your brother. You got to sacrifice your kid. I mean, then it goes into because if white people take homesteading, they never have to put their kids in daycare. Mm. <laughs> it's never like, okay, sacrifice your child and the, the father that created the child, sacrifice your community. It's never that. So, yes, I get it. Yes, there's contracts. There's government contracts. There's there's homesteading. There's redlining. There's all of that. But it's never the end result has to be you have to look down on the other person that is your neighbor. That's the only difference that I see. But you guys are free to discuss it. Yeah, farm subsidies. These are all government handouts. This would be considered a government handout. So, yes, everybody gets government something. And it's somewhat smart to be able to take advantage of it. Many times it's smart. Some of the farmers realized that it wasn't so smart either. And then also some of these people realized that the government then came with their receipts should they fall short in doing what they're supposed to do. So anyway, that is the only difference that I see. It's always we're talking about $400 here, $300 here. And for that small amount, I'll just repeat this. Most of you guys, when I say you people, most of you people, <laughs> have destroyed your entire families for little more than $6,000 a year. Yes, Tony C., the bank bailouts is an example of what they would say white people taking advantage of government handouts, the bank ban bailouts, right? So yes, those are, those are all true. I will never argue against that. But... We're talking about you sold out your whole family. You destroyed your potential family wealth for $6,000 in a year or less. And that's the sad part of it. When you want to talk about what a handout is, you will destroy your whole wealth potential to collect $6,000 over a 10-year period or 18-year period. Now, that is sickening to me. I'm never going to compare what the what the farm subsidies were, the bank bailouts, and all of these home own home equity loan scandals, FTX. I'll never compare that to what people do, and then complain about why we can't get for six grand, and most of the six grand, uh, four thousand dollars of it is child support, in which you basically extorted your baby's dad, removed him from the house, then got some government subsidies in the form of um, um, housing vouchers, WIC, EBT, and then you think you're getting over. I mean, it's sad. That would be government assistance. Why then would you then trust these people be the one to give you the reparations? Why is that not considered a reparation? This is a good argument. It's a debate. I don't have the answers. I don't have the answers. I'm just asking for a friend here. And I hope that hopefully you can figure it out because then you start spinning your wheels and it's just, you're just spinning your wheels. Okay. <laughs> I'll sell out for $50 in a sandwich. Okay. 
I think that's everybody on paper. Somebody says, I don't have the answers way. I don't have the answers way. If I had the answers, I probably would offer it up and I probably would get ran out of the community. <laughs> and oddly enough, I think if we're looking at some of these programs that they're doing, right, how, how is it then that they can't have the reparations, right? I don't, I don't see why that would happen, but would the reparations be a good thing? I don't know. Economically, I don't see it as a good thing. Not at, not all at once. <laughs> Knowing what I know, I don't think that's a good thing. I think if they did something like maybe a trust or they 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 portioned it out like you would do a lottery winning, lottery winnings, that, that's going to be a disaster. Maybe that's not a good idea. <laughs> that's not a good idea. I wouldn't say a lump sum of $250,000. What I would do is I would probably ration it out over a period of time. But then people will give their, they'd sell out for it. And then it would be pointless because then you'd have people doing the whole, hey, I'm J.G. Wentworth. I want my money now. What about this? What about this? What about if they said black descendants of slaves don't have to pay income taxes anymore? I heard that as a solution. What if they said no more income taxes for people who can prove they were descendants of slaves or at least you can somewhat acknowledge it that you were descendants of slaves? No more income taxes. Would you do that? I don't know. I think over the period of your life, that could add up to a lot of money. We would all stop. I don't know. Interesting conversation. Callie West says, what did you think of the Patriots fan getting yelled at by that Raiders Karen? I feel like he could have at least told her and her man to give him three feet. Uh, yeah. It's shuffling an option. I don't know. I think that was interesting that um, that uh, I, I, he held his composure very well. But if you know anything about that section, falling is an option there. So I don't think he was in a good win-win situation that if he would have just pushed her off, he would have lost on that one. So I, I'm glad he held his composure for that lady. And he got free tickets to sit in about sub-zero degree weather in New England in a box seat. I don't know if that was a win, but he did get seats next to Robert Kraft, and he probably got a little bit of a rub, rub and tug from Ling Ling afterwards. So shout out to him. If he got that rub and tug at halftime, he held masculine frame. He did hold masculine frame. Somebody says no income tax for all people. Yeah, I don't know, man. And and just so, just so you know, I think for the most part, the problem is you're going to have to prove who gets the money. It's all fun and games until we find out who actually gets the money. And there's already groups segmented right now that are segmenting off portions of people in America that are melanated. They're portioning you off as to who's entitled to what money. That's going to create a war amongst itself. Are we ready for that? That is going to get ugly. That is going to be ugly because, you know, Jamaicans and Nigerians going to be in the line. They're going to be in the line and it's going to be some squabbing. And we're going to have to kick the Nigerians out. They're going to be in the line, brother. And the Jamaicans going to be in the line, too. You know, changing up their accent and whatnot is going to be chaotic. And let me tell you, the government ain't going to have time to get with y'all's racial politics. <laughs> Black Lives Matter going to be all up in the line. By the time Black Lives Matter get the money, all the money going to be gone. So they're going to get in line. The Nigerians are going to be in line. The Jamaicans going to be in line. The Haitians going to be in the line. And the ninjas going to be like, what? We, 
it's going to be like Juneteenth all over again. It's going to be the new June, June Juneteenth. It's going to be the look on June Juneteenth. They're going to release the money. Unfortunately, there's going to be people that don't know that the date happened. Oh, you realize they had the Juneteenth money out there three years later. What? Nigerians all up on top. Dominicans. <laughs> Dominicans in line talking about me, black poppy. Yesterday, me, no black poppy. Today, they gusta me, black poppy. Dominicans going to be blacker than a trillion midnights. They going to be getting tans out there. Cubans, Puerto Ricans going to be all up in the line. Juneteenth Ninja is going to be the last to know. Trying to fill up their car and their Cadillac to get to the damn spot to get their check. It's going to be sad, man, brother. Like, bro. And then by the time y'all get up there, y'all going to be last in line. The Dominicans, me, Black Poppy, they gusta. <laughs> FBA gonna be dead ass last again. No it on history is gonna be in history books. We got swindle out of our money <laughs> again. Yo, it's starting to be a pattern. You got swindled out of your forty acres. You got swindled out of your share crop. You got swindled out of Black Wall Street. You got swindled out of what? What's next? You got swindled out of your reparations. Mm. The Hebrew Israelites will be out there full force. <laughs> Hebrew Israelites go get all of y'all's money, bro. The Black Star Line ship going to do a whole 180 and come back to the shores of America. The whole They're going to have a boatload of Africans coming over. Boatload. Coming by the bundles. And they'll still beat FBAs to the line. <laughs> That's going to be. <laughs> all right. Bamboozle 2046. Juneteenth. There's going to be another Juneteenth. <laughs> oh, no. The Nation of Islam going to be in line. All them brothers with their hair done like Farrakhan and they bow tie going to be standing up there holding bow ties. They going to beat you in the line. Come on, brothers. It's going to be sad, man. Somali pirate ships pulling up on the Atlantic coast. We in here. Hawaiian. Samo the Rock is going to be black. The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, going to get a fat check. And you're going to be like, hold up. The Rock, you ain't never, you always talking about Samoa. Now you black? And The Rock going to be like, if you smell what The Rock is cooking. Walking out with a check. Tiger Woods talking about he Blasian. Check. Y'all be in the last. <laughs> oh, the LGBT. It's going to be a reading rainbow out there. They're going to be in the front of the line. <laughs> yeah. Yo, it's going to be sad, man. What are we going to do? Did y'all figure out? Are y'all figuring this out? What about the Uncle Tom's? Were y'all getting the Uncle Tom's money? Y'all going to turn it to Haiti all of a sudden? Uncle Tom's the first to go. Man, it's going to be bad, brother. So we need to figure that out first because if they just drop the eagle, if they say the eagle has landed and y'all haven't figured out y'all racial politics, what about light-skinned people? But yeah, what about Meghan Markle? What about the dude, uh, Sean T? What's his name? Sean um, Malcolm, Talcum X? What about him? What about that woman that was white and turned into a black woman? What's, what's that woman's name? Rachel Dolezal. Does she get a check? 
Y'all going to let you know there's going to be some simps that let Rachel Dolezal walk off with a check. I bet you some simps will let Rachel Dolezal walk off with a check. What about Brittany Renner? What about mixed people? What about if you have kids now and I have kids and they're mixed? Do they get a check? <laughs> Does anybody, has anybody thought of these things? What about mixed kids? Do they get a check? The coach from the Miami Dolphins. Yo, this dude is a black man. This dude right here, Miami Dolphins coach. This dude right here is a descendant of black people. I'm, I'm going to show y'all. Y'all going to be blown away. Here it is right here. Let's pop it up on the screen. Does he get a freaking check? Here he is. This man's this man's father is black. Does he get a check? <laughs> he's going to be like, he's going to walk out of that line and he's going to, y'all going to be trying to uh, beat him up. But his dad is a descendant. He might, his dad might be FBA. This guy right here is half black. Does he get a check? <laughs> he get half the check. Oh, now we getting half checks. Oh my God. This is getting out of hand. Now we're giving half checks out. Okay. <laughs> what about Colin Kaepernick? Does he get a check? Herschel Walker, Mariah Carey. Oh boy. This is going to get out of hand, man. Y'all better have y'all shits in order or it's going to be bad news for the community. President Obama. Does he get a check? Bruce Wayne. He says, uh, where did he go? He says, I'm going to need that Lilith episode link. Okay, was that today? I'll post it up for you. Let me see here. Uh, I'll do YouTube. Let me see here. Coach Greg Adams, Lilith. Here it is right here. I'm going to pull it up. I don't know if this is the whole stream or it might be half the stream. Yeah, that's the half of it. I talked about it twice, but I'll, I'll send you a link here. How can I do that? Oh, I can't do it. I'm going to have Lilith's, Lilith's mirror. I know. Share. Copy. All right. It's on the way. It's on the way. It's in the chat. So watch out. Eminem getting a check. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> oh, man, this could be bad. Steven says, I think reparations shouldn't involve money, but a complete reform of systems that disadvantage minorities such as education, justice, and health care. I get what you're saying, but check this out. Check this out. We already kind of have that. We already kind of have the idea of health care, free health care, who doesn't get health care. And whatnot and education. So some people don't want the education because the education has been part of the problem, right? Some people don't want the education. So what if you say, I don't want the education? What are we getting? Free parts of education? I don't think most people will take that. Anyway. I don't think most people will take that. Oh, what about this? I got another one. I got another one. What about all of you black men? That been out here with all these white women. Is that going to count? Some of y'all took y'all reparations out. And some of the white people have gave, you know, some of these white women gave y'all reparations through. <laughs> some of y'all overdue. Y'all in debt. Some of y'all going, oh, reparations with all these white women y'all be out here doing. 
So there's a whole thing. There's a whole conversation to be there. And what are y'all going to do with the money? Are y'all going to go get married to white women all of a sudden? Give the money back? You know what they're going to do, sisters. They're going to get their money, sisters. You know what they're going to do. You know what them brothers going to do. They going right. This is what they're going to do. They're going to get their check and they going right. This is what they're going to do with their money. Sisters, this is what they're going to do. We know what you're doing with the money. The brother's going to do this right here. They're going to be grinning, showing their teeth. I can afford me the best milk of magnesia. Look at this right here. I'm going to give me the best plain Jane Becky. I'm in line. They're going straight to Pearl. They're going straight to Pearly. They're going to be all hitting up Pearly things. Hey, Pearly. <laughs> Y'all going to be hitting up Pearl. Pearl, I can make it over to England. I'm on my way on the first thing smoking. They going to be marrying up white women like crazy. Sisters, y'all cannot let them get they check. <laughs> Sisters, don't let these brothers get their checks. They going to be marrying up all these redhead pearly thing girls. Shout out to Pearl. They going to be out here stomach aching milk of magnesia. Y'all going to have so much milk of magnesia. Y'all going to have, what is it called when your stomach can't handle all of that dairy? It's slipping my mind at the moment. When your stomach can't handle all that dairy. <laughs> I can't even think of it. What is it called? Anyway, he said, I'm projecting. Yeah, you're going to be lactose intolerant after two years after you get your check. You know you're going to be lactose intolerant. Y'all going to have so much milk. <laughs> Somebody said I'm projecting. Oh, I'm not projecting. That's what brothers do when they get their check. All right. That's that's that that should be the end of it on that one. Bubble guts. Yeah, that's go y'all going to have a bubble guts messing around out here. Let hey sisters, don't let them get their check. They going to sell you out real quick. Is this all the super chats? Demon Deacon. OG intergalactic cheat clapper came in. He says, CGA, the Hodge twins and fresh and fit check. He says, pull up with all sisters from Tupelo, Mississippi. We in here, Tupelo represent. Appreciate you putting me in good categories with the Hodge twins and the fresh and fit. Somebody said, Asian women's going to raise the weave. Uh, price of weave to $500 a bundle. And that's the reality of the economics. I don't know if you guys know, the price of everything's going to go up super high. And rightly so. Um, if you are in a position business-wise to be in position where you sell to mostly people who would get a reparations check, you're going to raise the price super high on everything. And the pocket's going to get ran real quick. That's simple economics. That has nothing to do. People are going to say, oh, they price gouging. No, they're not. No, they're not. Louis Vuitton hats, them Louis Vuitton bucket hats are going to be $15,000. <laughs> Louis Vuitton bucket hats, Nike Air Jordan shirts, Jordan shoes going to be $15,000. The inflation going to be crazy. White Lightning, Crown Royal, you know what I mean? All of them going to go up sky high. Gucci Bell going to be crazy. Henny going to be, Henny going to be off the charts. Henny going to be off the charts. You're going to be, I'm going to invest in Henny. 
You know what I mean? It's going to be sky ass high. Hennessy's going to be just, it's going to be like the, the, the Jesus wine. Cocoa butter, lotion, hair pomade, wave pomade, hair extension, wigs, Newports, mm. lotion, <laughs> Vaseline, baby powder, all oh, weed, weed. Oh my God. This dude, the spike in weed is going to be out of control. Black and milds, wave caps. Oh my goodness. Y'all all know, and there's some people in here angry with me today about talking about this. Barbecue. You know how much barbecue going to cost in Memphis? It's barbecue in there. Do you know how much barbecue is going to cost in Memphis? St. Louis, Kansas City, Dallas. You know what barbecue is going to cost? It's barbecue in there. Timberland going to be just out of control. Oh, my goodness. You know them Chevy? What's, what is those called? The um, Hellcats. Hellcats and Ford um, Mustangs going to be off the chart. Dodge Chargers. Dodge Chargers, Nissan Altimas. Going to be worth $90,000 for an Altima. It's the de- reparation skit. Shout out to Dave Chappelle. They going to go out of business. Yeah, the jewelry too. Pinky rings. Jesus pieces. Diamond rings. Rolex, diamond encrusted Rolexes. Going to be just scat packs. All right, let me stop, man. Let me stop. Hey, we just having fun. Don't, don't, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. We just having fun. All right, look. We got to get out of here. I think I got all the sponsors. Uh, Speaking my mind says the Dave Chappelle reparations get whoever doesn't think this is true, though. You guys got to know that that's coming down the pike. It's basic economics. Um, There's a great graph, a great photo that represented this is that um, there's basically a a um, flower where the um, well, the person standing in the flower pot and um, you, they basically pour the water in the flower pot, but the water automatically self the plant gets the water automatically so basically you pour water in there and then the plant gets the benefit anyway i don't know i'm not explaining to right I'll, I'll pull it up tomorrow hopefully but it's the, basically going to be money in money out money in money out that's basically what's going to happen money in money out that's how it's going to work i don't care how you fix it how much of this is going to hurt us though i don't even want to get a part of the what the crime could be or the hustles, you know, the hustles are going to be, hey, I'll teach you how to flip that. I'll teach you how to flip that. I'm going to flip that for you. you. You give me your 250K, I'll flip it for you. You'll have 750 by three weeks. Sports bet, gambling going to go off out of control. People are going to be betting $5,000 of bets. Dice games. I mean, come on. We have millionaires worth $26 million getting shot over dice games. I know it wasn't a dice game. But just imagine, just imagine now you can afford to pour world dice. You know what I mean? It's gonna, oh my God. I just don't see it being what, okay. You know what? I'm gonna stop now. We're getting out of control. But uh, anyway, the scissor is gonna be sad going. People are gonna be starting to record labels. Oh man. 
I don't know, man. There needs to be rules to this before we do this. Before we roll it out, there needs to be rules. All right. Anyway, man, look, enjoy the rest of y'all's night. What do we got? Okay, yeah, we got to get out of here. Enjoy the rest of y'all's night, and we out of here. You want to pay your bills? You want to pay rent? You want to get Starbucks? You better work, bitch. You want to get groceries? You want to feed your cats? You want to watch Netflix? You better work, bitch.